1: Well, good morning, brothers and sisters, kings and queens, <laughs> angels and saints, ladies and gentlemen. It is that day. Welcome to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us on Election Day, twenty twenty-two, uh, November eighth. And if, if you're joining us, you might be out voting, which is cool. You can still listen while you while you vote. Um, but we're, I guess. I guess we're going to talk about that. There's so much going on in the world right now. But I am privileged and honored and and pleased, again, to have back the mighty, mighty CEO of Never Had It So Good Entertainment, Princess Cooper. Good morning. How are you doing?
0: I'm good, Gretchen. Good morning. Um, I love doing this. And we could go on and on about so many
1: topics. So So (laughs) let's just dive right into it. Yeah. So... All right, so I guess the the I am I'm, I'm, well. First of all, let me let's just put this out there. You cannot call in, okay? No matter how much you want to <laughs> vent or whatever, call and vent tomorrow because we are not here. You know, I usually work the elections, but I am working it in a different fashion today. But I'm still not here in live. Sorry, um, but, mm-hmm. but neither neither is she because you go and you do take people to the polls, don't you?
0: Yeah, I, I, you know, I've already done some. I, I did some because we had early voting start last week, um, or the week before. Mm-hmm. But I, I did it um, all day um, la- one day last week, and I have my schedule set for tomorrow. <laughs>
1: And okay. I love
0: it. I love it because they tell me so many stories. You know, when I grew up, I was not allowed to vote. Still, there are women in their 80s and 90s that remember not being allowed as a female to vote. So, um, but, but just in spite of all of that, the honor of taking them and um, assisting them and standing on their shoulders is just powerful. So
1: they do me a favor by allowing me to do it. So uh, those of you – now, if you are listening and you have not gone to vote and you are registered and everything is okay, you still have time to change your mind and and be the citizen that your predecessors have set (laughs) you up to be, okay? You have until 7 p.m. tonight, no matter where you are, 7 p.m. tonight to go and make a difference, I mean there have been elections lost by one or you know vote or whatever so and some you know during the um primaries there were some elections that needed recounts or or needed runoffs because the votes were so close. you can make yeah. a difference, you know, so you yeah. stop being lazy and stop being selfish because it's not just about you. Yes, it's your vote. But your vote impacts an outcome that can affect your your livelihood, your taxes, you know, anything. It, because it just depends on who you put into those positions. Judges, don't forget them. You know, you may have to go before one one day. <laughs> you know, you never yeah. know what happens. You know, so you can't just base your decision on what's happening right now. You have to, deba- to base your decision on how you would like your future and your children's future and your children's children's future to look like. Yeah. So. You
0: are so correct. Um, and it is so easy. And I, I don't just want us to vote, although that's very important to me. But I want us to be smart voters. I want us to be aware. Yes. Um, and... You know, one of the things that I do is is print out Columbia, South Carolina's ballot and what that is going to look like and because we have a lot of key races going on with the school board, and that is a big deal um, here, as it should be everywhere. Um, But you you are correct. Midterms and national voting every four years, but the midterms every two years is just as important because, there's a lot mm-hmm. of local elections that affect you um, immediately, um, you know, as, as soon as the uh, new, new um, term takes over, which is in, in January. So we, we need you to get out and vote. And I don't want to hear you complain about mm-hmm. any of this unless you're a registered voter, an active voter, and, and seeking to be a part of the solution and not the problem. I really mean that. There, yeah. There's so much at the, our fingertips now, so much at our fingertips that allow us to do this, and early voting is one of those things.
1: By the way, and I'm going to to post this, but by the way, if you are a, a former felon and you had your rights restored and stuff like that, if, if you have questions, if you have concerns, or you know someone that needs clarification. At least in Orange County, I'm just going to put this out there. There is something on the Orange County Elections website. It's ocfelections.com slash former-felons-2018-amendments-4. Okay? It talks about um, the amendment to the Constitution, Amendment 4, that provides that former felons except except for those convi- convicted of murder or a felony sexual offense would have the eligibility to re- register and vote even if they if, if they've completed all the terms of their sentence including prison probation and parole um they, so it outlines it if you have any questions please go and read it okay I, I, and this is this is the thing that drives me crazy about us you know even if you don't have the best reading <laughs> skills just take some time and go and early we need to read because when you can read and you can discern stuff for yourself then no one can you know <laughs> no one can take advantage of you uh, or, or or they're going to have a hard time trying to take advantage of you but you just need to be informed you know, even if you don't have a what they call a formal education, you know, you, if you can huh. lead, you can, you can take care of yourself pretty much. And you don't have to be reliant on other people um, giving you information and you thinking that they're giving you, you know, because you're my friend, uh, you know, and you're thinking that they're giving you correct information. Even if they are your friend, they may not have an intent on misleading you. But they can miss you, if they don't have the correct information, you've got to depend on yourself to go and look at the information on your supervisor of elections uh, website. You have to go and dig up information on the ca- candidates on your sample or absentee ballot and and find out for yourself. You know, hmm. I just <laughs> you know, we, we got we, we're lazy. You know, and I yeah. am sometimes, too. I didn't go to the gym this morning. I, I just, yeah, but, you know, <laughs>
0: something like this, you're not lazy about. No, I'm
1: not. No, I just, I don't know. It, it just, I don't know why I'm not. It's just, you know, and I know in younger years, I, I probably was close to, to maybe being lazy about it, but not often. And, in fact, at one point, um I did not for this uh county, but I lived in another county, and at one point, I worked part time for supervisor of elections office we had and this is probably one of the things they need to consider here, and I don't know if there's a problem we used to have a kiosk at one of the malls, and I look up because at that time, you had to actually swear in people they had to raise their right hand. And they had to swear. You you presented them with an oath, and they had to swear to uphold that oath before they could register to vote. Okay, but we we had to asking them all, you know. And I think they should go back to that, you know, because people are lazy. (laughs) <laughs> you know They may well, not take the extra step, But when they're passing by um, You know from the food court Or from their favorite store or whatever And if you can catch them And, and have a decent conversation with them Get them registered Or update their information I don't know yeah. uh, You know so I, You know I, I'm talking to the public that you know maybe you can uh, request You know if you have connections Or even if you don't Request from your supervisor of elections Hey can you put some registration places because I know now they're they're at the DMV, but God knows the DMV is not where you want to go and spend a whole lot of time. <laughs> sorry, it just isn't okay. So let's let's have some more options. I, I think that's important. Listen, I was. Um, I
0: guess pleased to see that the NFL had voting at the stadiums the past two weeks. You could go to the game and you could go vote in the tunnel at several different exits. At the stadium. And oh my gosh, I didn't know that. The the NFL stadiums on the field they had on the sidelines vote twenty twenty
1: two. Oh, that's wonderful.
0: Kudos. Isn't that
1: powerful?
0: Yeah. Yes. Thank you, NFL, because I have some complaints about the NFL and Roger Goodell, but that's for another day. But this, <laughs> this was powerful. Yes. And the same with a lot of NBA. Some, um, I think, as a matter of fact, the NBA is taking Tuesday off um, um, countrywide because a lot mm-hmm. of their that's coliseums right. will be um, open for voting and voting precincts. So the the NBA is taking the day off. There is no excuse now. We understand. And Mm -hmm. if you just listen to the news, but if we were not empowered about what we saw in Minneapolis with George Floyd and the disrespect, we have to get out and vote and even vote our sheriffs, our judges, or whatever. So those type of actions are not tolerated. And don't pay any attention to Kanye, Kanye West. Kanye West, who he now says his name is Ye, has been crazy a long time. Go vote, people. Affect your lives, the lives that you are and the lives of your children and, and even your
1: parents. Go vote. Definitely. Please go vote. I mean, yes. uh, and this is, like I said, another case where, you, you know, whether you like Ye or not, um You know, and I I pray for his his, uh, health, especially mental health. That's a whole other topic. But whether you like yay or not, this is another reason that I say go and look up the information on your own. Stop listening to folks. You don't know what their mental state may be. You know, it's up to you as an individual. Take responsibility.
0: Take responsibility
1: (laughs) for your own life.
0: Yes. Um, And my mother used to say, and a lot of those teachers that are around me, that I grew up around my mom, freedom is not free. For this freedom, we owe it to ourselves and our community to go vote. That's part of being free. But do that. Um, And go save yourself. And part of saving yourself and being active is going to vote, going
1: to vote. Um, I I really agree with that. Yeah, I, I have to say, your ancestors, my ancestors, our ancestors—if they really could roll in their graves, there'd be enough of them. There would be an earthquake. They probably <laughs> swallow you whole, and for not going and, and voting, which some of them were not able to do, some of them huh. fought in various ways for you to be able to go do that. Go. Do it. It's not hard. It really isn't. It's just yeah. maybe inconvenient. It's inconvenient My
0: grandmother her grandmother said in order to vote and for her her um brothers to vote, they had to go and guess a jar of, of jelly beans. And if they could get close to those jelly beans, they were allowed to vote. They had to guess a jar of jelly and this was only for wow. black folks. White folks had to go in, but they had to guess and estimate how many jelly beans was in the jar. And if you didn't get within <sighs> 20 of that, 20 of that, what was in there, you know, they said, okay, you can't vote, can't vote, can't vote, can't vote. Well, who really knew how many jelly beans was in the
1: jar? Right. And, and <laughs> if you guess the exact amount, are you going to rely on someone that does not want you to vote to tell you the truth? Is it in their best interest to tell you the truth? Exactly. If you get a chance to vote and affect an outcome that they don't want, are they going to tell you the truth? No. Exactly. So that
0: in itself, <laughs> that in itself, should motivate everybody that I know that looks like me, get up and go vote. Get up. And Even go if vote. you
1: don't look like us, get up and go vote.
0: Now you correct. You know,
1: some of those, No, some of you. Some people that did not have to have the fight don't have to engage in the fight because we're still engaged because we have laws that are trying <laughs> to be overturned or changed to make it more difficult. Okay, but mm-hmm. some of you listening to the show didn't have to, didn't have that fight, and that's not all. You know, maybe there's a few men. I don't know, but there, I know women have had that fight for a while too. Okay, so if you're mm-hmm. a woman you you need you need to understand you know it's not just about minorities in terms of of race, okay, it's about women also you know yeah and, and, but for for those of you that have had the privilege and honor of voting since voting began um you know just be you know go and, and you know don't be lazy. Appreciate the blessing that you've had and go vote, you know. Now, we hope you'll vote <laughs> in ways that we would like you to vote, but even if you don't, you know, I mean, you can't, like you said, if you don't go vote, you can't say a thing about the outcome because you did not participate. Yeah. the pro- If you are not participating, the political
0: Process should be nothing that comes out of your mouth. No complaint about mm-hmm. any of the candidates because you, you know, and um, we have a show here locally. The network does, and a show is Pressure Points Unpacked, um, and the Young Lady Tower Little really talks more often than not about mental stability and how it affects us in the black community. But she takes that time every election cycle to have on the candidates for mayor or have on the candidates for um, school board, whatever it is locally. Well, she had all mm-hmm. six of the candidates on, one by one by one. Um, and we were able to have really good discussion, Um, the same 10 questions to everybody, so you can weigh in, you know, Um, and and I, I think that's powerful, you know, kudos to Tara for doing that, but those are the kind of things we need, and hopefully you understood as a school board what these candidates wanted to do, how they wanted to affect the educational process, as it is in Columbia, South Carolina, Richland County, you got a chance to hear that. That's what this is about.
1: But go vote. You know what? Go now. Exercise that. Is so, that is so awesome. Because let me let let's talk about candidates showing up. Okay. You and this is where I say you need to start making these candidates work for your vote because they're supposed to be That's working right. for you. Okay. If they're mm-hmm. not showing up, we have candidates that have not shown up to town halls or have not shown up for interviews or screenings or, or whatever the case may be um, because they're taking it for granted that they have things locked up, okay? This is where not only your your power in terms of the ballot is important, but prior to that, you should have been um, asking questions Um, I came, you know, you should have been attending or had someone attend in your place these town halls or, you know, or be observant of these screenings and stuff and ask why these people didn't show up. I mean, because if they're not showing up to face you in a town hall or they're not showing up to face you in a rally or they're not showing up to be screened by the media or whatever the case, if they're not showing up, are they going to show up when it's time to vote for the issues that you're concerned about? uh in the legislature. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. You, you, this this is this these are the questions you should be asking. You we as voters have to recognize that our power is not just in the the voting booth. Okay? It's not just at the polls. You know, you need you, you have a power you have a phone. Just about everybody has a phone. I even saw a a homeless person begging for money one moment and then taking out. They had a better smartphone than I did. Taking out their smartphone, okay? You got a phone. You need to make a call. Make a call. If you have a concern, make a call to that official's office and ask to speak with them or at least ask for a response. Okay. Mhm. You, you you have power. You if you know how to write, you can write a letter. And if you don't know how to write, you can get somebody that does to help you write a letter. Start a petition, you know. Your power extends beyond that. You have money, hard-earned money that's being taken more and more by taxes, by um, interest rates, and, and everything else that you know, you're, you're you but you have dollars that you can make decisions with, and so you have ways to speak and to make your voice heard and make your your thoughts known. Other than, in addition to, in addition to going to the polls, you know, because when you when you end up you're at correct. the polls. When you end up at the polls, you need to take account, okay, I call this person about this. Did they respond? What did they do? If they did respond, you know, have they acted in accordance to the way that I wanted them to act when I voted for them at the last election. Okay. So you have to take all of that in account. There in like I said there's a website called Billtrack50 For the candidates that have been in, um, and and there's probably other sites too, but for the candidates that have been in office already, whether they're in the current position or in a previous position, you can find out how they voted on a certain bill and what bills they've initiated and what passed and what failed. Okay? You can find that out. There is not a shortage of information, and if there is, you can ask, Um, And you can make a way to to develop a a way, you know, we've had uh, different people on, uh, we had uh, Equal Ground, we had um, All About the Ballots, Um, you know, we have organizations that in the trenches trying to get information for you, League of Women Voters, all kinds of of people trying to get information to put forward to help the public make the right decision and have the information necessary to, to vote. It is, you know, people think I'm just up here blabbering, but I can't express how important, you know, can't express enough how important this is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, um, in 2018, in the midterms, 49% of Americans came out to vote. 49 of those that are registered came out to vote. But during the, the major election in 2020 for presidential 66% of Americans came out to vote. They felt so compelled by what was going on. Donald Trump versus Joe Biden, 66% of Americans came out to vote. We have got to do that same thing. We just can't take the midterms off. And and, and that seems to be what we do, but we can't um, right now. There's over 2 million that are voting in the state of Georgia. Um, um you know early voting, but only eight percent of Americans eighteen to twenty five are voting. That means youngsters are staying home. I hope that they, after this weekend you know um of college football that on Tuesday they gather themselves and go to the polls. but we've got to do better.
1: thing is is that we we've got we've got to do better also in terms of, okay, after the election is over, you know, how do we hold these people accountable? I personally think, and I think some of them do it, but I personally think that each person that has been voted in should have available an annual report that talks about what they did. Okay. Or didn't do. I, I, I totally believe that they should have a a annual report is that even if they don't mail it out, if it's too costly to mail out or too time consuming to mail out, put it on your website. You know, put it somewhere that people can go and access it. But you need to be held accountable. So Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, and we have a school board um member here, um He was voted into um, as a school board commissioner last time, and his name is Robert Lamanick. And every time there's a school board meeting or where they take votes, he actually puts out on his Facebook and on his website every decision that they made and why he voted like he voted. Explains that every time. I absolutely love Robert Lamanick here in Columbia, South Carolina for that. Every time there's a school board meeting and they're voting deciding different things. He makes sure and explain them like I've never seen before and then explains why he his vote went this way, whether it was A or Nay. Um and I and I think every politician needs to be um um needs to do that. Um mm-hmm. Senator Grassley, I wanna say a Senator Grassley, um he is getting ready to run for a Eighth or ninth term. He is now 89 years old, and he's getting ready to run for eighth or ninth term. Now, I'm all about having the opportunity to run over and over and over, But, but don't you think at this point, um, by the time you take office, you'll be 90 years old? Mm-hmm. Why are you Why are you still running? Um, and on what platform are you running? You know, at this point. 89 years old, and we continue to put these same people
1: in here over and over and over again. Well, I mean, we we have had that. Even I mean, here locally in a couple of, of cases, um, our tax collector was in there for years. Um, one of the mayors uh, in a popper, I believe, was in there for I, I want to say 50 years. I don't know, but we we've had that. You know well if, if
0: anybody's wondering if I'm advocating term limits, I'm advocating term limits <laughs> see, I, I,
1: see this is kind of, okay. <laughs> this is another thing that I keep saying um that is is uh I think that just is leads to more laziness. I just do um i I think that um you need to, you know, you, if, if there's somebody that you don't like, if they're do okay, if they're in office and they're doing a great job, if they're doing a good job, leave them there, okay. But you know, if they're not doing a good job, then vote them out. But I don't, you know, I don't want to see somebody that gets. Because term limits are up and maybe they've been doing a good job and the job is not completed and they need to, they need to stay there to do it, I think they should be allowed. And I think yeah, if but you – Now you're opening up you don't, to
0: determine what's the good job. Because really what you feel is a good job and what I feel may be a good job is two different things. Because if you ask me, I think Joe Biden has exceeded what Donald Trump even tried to do or attempted to do or even just his stability, Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. But if you ask 50 percent of Americans, the Republicans, you know, (laughs) Joe Biden has sunk it up, and he's the reason that inflation is where it is. We're not even looking at all of the the, – you know, everything that was predisposed before Joe Biden got in. It's like the pandemic, like the inevitable uh, war on Ukraine. But, you know, um but, but a good job. It really is is, is is so subjective. We've got to have a barometer, you know, at least run for two terms, and then you have to sit out a term and then maybe come back and maybe, you know. But we, we're in these autopilot districts where we have redrawn the district zones and, and so that this, this is a winnable Republican district, and you're going to win over and over and over. Now, I understand Grassley's, you know, the state of Iowa. Okay. I don't know many people from Iowa but again, nine turns? Come on. And you're ninety years old? Okay. At ninety years well, old you can't tell me he knows enough about the technology of the world about well, all of the issues know. from from eighteen to eighty. I, I don't we, believe we, it. we
1: don't know because it, it, my, he, the reason that person might still be in office is that maybe that person has kept up enough to continue to be relevant and more effective than some newbie. Okay? So yeah. I, I that, that's what I'm saying. I think it or has to be a matter of, of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think there's there should be there should be um We we talk about holding them accountable. We need to be held accountable, too. We need to get up off the the recliner and the the sofa and whatever and go do what we're supposed to do. That's my opinion, you know. But Mm -hmm. anyway, we're going to take a quick break. (laughs) We are talking. This is Election Day. If you did not know, I don't know how you wouldn't know. Um, You know, but, hey, just letting you know. Yeah, yeah, a selection. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to take a quick break. We are here with the mighty Princess Cooper, CEO of Never Had It So Good Entertainment and Sports Networks. This is G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment, and we will be right back. Good afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. I am here with Princess Cooper, CEO of Never Had It So Good Networks. And you can't call today because this is recorded because we're out working this election day doing what we do. Um, But anyway, I wanted to share with you, and and just because this is recorded, this is from a few days ago, I wanted to share with you the percentages and stuff when I'm, and I'm going to post this, but you can go, by the way, yourself to ocfelections.gov slash voter dash turnout. And you can get um, updated information. This was last updated at uh, 1.25 p.m. um, uh, on this day that we're recording. And so Early voting percentages, according to this, in Orange county, and I'm just speaking orange county there there are others eleven point oh six percent that is what we have in terms of uh, early voting percentages um, vote by mail percentages that we have so far uh twelve point one three percent of the uh, vote by mail percentages um giving a total hold on a second of 23.19% um turnout so you know we have to see we've got to, you know at this point in time we've got a few days left um need to see how many people are going to actually turn out today and, and vote you know how much higher that percentage is going to go Um, The percentage is actually around the percent that it was uh, when the primary elections concluded. So hopefully this will be, um, I would like to say, uh, four or five times better. (laughs) I'd like to see that. Um, What are your concerns, Princess, with uh, the outcome of this election and and, uh, how the people in those positions may affect, uh, you know, how you how you are as a businesswoman how you are as you know a a care provider because i know you take care of a lot of the needs of a lot of your church members so tell me oh my goodness okay
0: uh no nope, i'm I sorry you... i had myself <laughs> muted still i'm just talking and i was muted on the board um okay yeah i am so because i wasn't muted on my phone so you know i'm concerned nationally about all the le- election deniers first of all and there's over 23 um Candidates running for different local offices in the state of Arizona that were still say that the election was rigged and that Joe Biden didn't win. Um, I'm concerned about all of those who are going to be monitoring 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 the election um, going forward, um, who may not accept the election. The the key question to all those who are running: Are you going to accept the results? That's crazy, and, and a lot of people are saying no. I know that I am going to win this district or this particular area. If I don't, then I'm not going to accept it, and I'm not going to concede. I think democracy is in trouble, and I really mean that. And I remember hearing that several times before, but I really think democracy is in trouble. Um, So that's my concern. Now, from a business standpoint, um, I'm concerned that, the, the, the table issues sitting around the table are still inflation, um, and for me, prices of the, the, the softwares and the, and the tools that I use have gone up, and I'm having to pass those prices on to my clients and ask for a higher fee. And I am concerned that inflation will price me out of some markets or will affect my bottom line. And those who are feeling the same kind of crunch will say, well, I can't afford these higher prices, you know? So, and I can't afford to give you this service and take a loss. So I'm concerned for my business in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, But overall, I believe in democracy, and I want it to work, um, Mm -hmm. and I I want us to be civil. I I, I watched President Obama um, the other day, and um, he he was up speaking maybe 10 minutes, maybe, and someone started yelling. um, A very young guy, well, when I say young, he was probably 30s at the most, um, very nice-looking Caucasian guy, and he just started yelling, and, and President Obama said, hold on. Hold on, he said the neat thing about democracy is that we both have a voice, and we both get a turn to talk. But since I'm up talking, the most civil thing to do, and we need to be civil is for you to allow me to talk, and then the next time you're speaking, I'll allow you to talk.
1: but civility mm-hmm. is gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love
0: President Obama I love, I
1: love him. him too <laughs> I was just like, oh gosh, yeah. Yeah, um, he, yeah, he went high. Um. He went high. <laughs> and he actually
0: said that. He said that. At the end, he said, when they go low, we, go, we high. go high. And that really is what he's saying. But, you know, he said, what's so neat about this is that because of democracy, you'll get to have your opinion and talk, too. But right now I'm talking. And the most yeah. simple thing for you to do is to let me uh, finish what I'm saying. Yeah. The whole crowd was just like. And he came with the he came with the intent to disrupt, and President Obama was not was not rattle at all. I just love him. Civility, (laughs) civility is gone. And again, I think that's the
1: thing that makes me really sad. Yes, that that whole thing is gone. I'm just, you know, everybody's into you know, I just want to be myself. I, you know, I don't want, you know, I don't want to have to, you know, abide by somebody else's rules and da-da-da. No, it's not even that, though. It's a matter of the golden rule. If you want to just break it down and be basic, it's just a matter of the golden rule. Do you want someone yelling at you and disrespecting you? No. Do you want, you know, someone that dismisses, your ideas and your feelings, uh, you know, and, and telling you telling you that they are invalid. No. No. It's just a matter of the golden rule. You have to treat other people the way you want to be treated.
0: Gretchen, if, we if had a president the <laughs> in the office that was an equal opportunist of making sure that he offended you. But we mm-hmm. had a president that said he would not allow black people to count his money, be in his finance office, be anywhere in his finance department. Because all black people stole and they would steal his money. He didn't have one in his finance department. And it was not something that I read. This was something that was recorded on tape that he said.
1: Mm.
0: And he didn't use the word black.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm sure it didn't.
0: But we allowed uh. him... <laughs> to be president. We voted him in, and when I say we, not me personally, but we as no. Americans, and we have seen mm. January 6th. Mm. And I implore everybody, storm the voting booths like they stormed the Capitol. Oh, you know, yeah. Um, in, the right way. Way that, in the right <laughs> way. In the right way. In the in right, the right way. way. Okay. But those who stormed the Capitol, you know, were, those who stormed the Capitol went to different offices, and peed on their desk. Some went and left other stuff, you know, mm-hmm. feces in in people's mm-hmm. offices down the hall. You know, mm-hmm. um, Jim Clyburn's boat office. They made sure to do one and two. What mm-hmm. does that say? But they say that African Americans are, are are animals and nasty. Mm-hmm. That was nasty. They're nasty. Mm-hmm. And they said that they love the police and you know, we um we love blue. But over a hundred police officers were hurt that day. Seven committed suicide afterwards. Seven. Right now they need to hire eight hundred capital police. Eight hundred. Eight hundred and six as a matter of fact. I just saw that yesterday. But eight hundred. But they stormed mm-hmm. the Capitol with guns and knives and berets and everything, else, and they allowed them to get in. What were they going to do? They were trying to overthrow the government. Go vote. Okay.
1: Here. So, okay, we we're upset, we're angry, you know, on all different sides. What are we going to do? Because the way that we're doing stuff now is not working. It's making things worse. So what do we do? Number one, I think like you were saying about civility, we have to make a concerted effort to bring it back. Okay. When you're voting today, by the way, if you haven't voted, um, you know, consider this. Is the person that you're voting in office, are they willing to work with the other people that are not like them without compromising their principles okay there's a way to get your point across there's a way to get things done uh without uh having to be savage about it without having to be mean or cruel with ha- you know having a certain amount of civility and decorum and not compromise your core principles okay there's a way to do that person that is running for the office isn't does not know how to do that. They don't need to be in that office. you know, and I would say this now, I know some people are going to be mad with me when I say this, but I would say this: go and vote even if there's not a single person on the ballot that you feel comfortable voting for. Go to the polls, get your ballot, and submit it without voting for a single person. Because even that one action, first of all, you've kept yourself current in terms of voting. But even Hmm. that one action sends a message, you know, um, you can tip the scales. You can tip the balance by just doing that. But number one, you want to keep yourself current. So even if you go and you vote for just one person on the ballot or you vote for no person or you vote for everybody on the ballot, it it keeps you current as having voted. Okay. But, yeah, you may not be comfortable voting for everybody on there. And also just be aware of this. You may end up having to vote the lesser of two evils. Okay. It just, it just, that's may that may be what it comes down to because there is no one on that ballot that you're going to agree with on every single issue. Okay. Absolutely no one. No one. So you have to make a decision which, you know, uh, of, you know, when it comes to the bottom line, who to identify more with, who is going to champion my cause more, or... If you can't vote for either one of them, like I said, go and vote, but just, you know, if you have to leave it blank, you just have to, you know, because if you feel like you're going to compromise your principles by voting for any of the candidates, because, yes, there's more than just Democrat and Republican on those ballots, Um, and and that's another thing that needs to be addressed at some point, but, you know, that that it doesn't, you know, we, (laughs) there are, it doesn't just have to be two parties running uh, the system here. In the United States You know
0: You know I heard you say What are you going to do What do you want to do I am (laughs) Seriously considering um, I'm not going to work the polls And I have done that For a few years But I'm seriously seriously considering Running for political office And I'm seriously considering What is that going to be Now I am considering that Um, I, I see a lot of my Um, Some of those in my professional circle, my friends, they're running for political office, you know. Mm -hmm. I have a young lady, um, Keisha Sanders, who's running for for a state congresswoman um, in in her district in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, A lot of us who have voiced our concerns um, are, are taking it to the next level, you know. And I know that Stephanie, who's been on this show several times on G's Power Hour, she's running, you know and and we as african american women have really made a difference um mm-hmm. in voting and in running for political office we have to keep this um this this ball rolling for sure and the, and that's where i am i i want to be a part of the solution um and if i can bring civility while i'm running um um then the intent is to win if i run it's not to lose but but I am researching that. Um, I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of this this wave. And it doesn't have to be blue or red. It can be independent, you know, because we need to consider that too. Um, there's no one candidate out there I, de- I, I agree with 100%. Um, but there are some Republicans that I've voted for and I've been pleased with. There are some Democrats that I've voted for that I've been pleased with, and and then vice versa, displeased mm-hmm. with you. But I'm active in the political process, and that's all I encourage people to be, active in the political process.
1: Yeah, for sure. And even if you don't run for office, uh, like some people are or some people are considering, you can always uh, support people. I mean, today my capacity is is as (laughs) – the reason I'm not here live is because I'm in my capacity as campaign manager. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) <laughs> and that's why, and uh, you know, because someone trusted me enough to try to help them get over the hump, so you know mm-hmm. hopefully it'll it'll work, but at least we you know we we will have fought a good fight, and we will call attention to our issues, but uh you know it it you know everything's not gonna that's that's what we gotta get our minds around everything's not gonna be perfect, um we may you know lose uh but you, that doesn't mean you don't try. You know, <laughs> you, you you've got to go and and try to make a difference because otherwise, you know, people just think that everything that's going on as it is is okay, and it's not. Yeah. For some people, it's not. For some people, it is. But you know, there's a, there's a good number of people out there that things are not okay for. And and that's why people that and that is why people are running. People are trying to to make things better for you know the people that they know that are suffering. Now we all may not agree on that, but that's what I'm saying also too. Make sure you get people in office that can work with people that don't agree with them to try to find some common ground to help the nation to help the people of our country. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So,
0: of um, that. <laughs> <laughs> unless you got something else you want to. No, <laughs> no. I think we we have definitely touched the politics part.
1: Yeah, I mean as as much as we can. Um, one thing I want to say is, you know, uh, we don't talk about her in, uh, a lot, but we do want to say that we are still keeping uh, Brittany Griner in, in prayer in thought and prayer. You know, and we ask you to do the same. You know, she's just in a predicament that is, is very unfortunate. And, uh, you know, we want to hopefully something will be done soon for her and for her family uh, to make things right, you know. Um, but we know who we have in charge over in Russia. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I that's another situation where until they, um, I think, are able to get someone else hopefully someone else better you know like they say be careful what you ask for you may just get it Uh, so we just don't want somebody else but we want somebody else that is a little bit more uh, civilized and a little bit more um, you know willing to work with other folks to get things done um, such as freeing you know innocent people so yeah yeah Yeah.
0: Um, we, we definitely want that for sure. So, yeah. um, you know, um, it, Russia announced last week, um, um, I guess through one of those that are up under Putin, announced that they would not negotiate Britney Kronin's release in public, that anything that would be done would be done in private. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess that's their way of saying, you know, um, we're, we're not talking about this in, in the media anymore. But mm-hmm. we knew when or I understood that when Brittany Griner was arrested before Memorial Day, that this would be a long haul, and now we're sitting at 257 days. Wow! In in prison,
1: 257 oh. days. That's a mess. That's truly a mess. So, yeah. um, I guess what I wanted to also, to, I want to uh, pivot to, uh, and we, we, we probably need more time, but I'm, I want to pivot to the uh, as uh kylie is, is his name jenner what's his name kylie irvin oh wow irvin. oh Kyrie yeah. irvin
0: yeah Kyrie yeah. irvin <laughs> Kyrie
1: irvin okay sorry you know this it's, is your real okay. house that's what i'm asking <laughs> so kylie uh, irvin <laughs> yes so um You know, we're supposed to have free speech. We're supposed to be able to take stands. But at the same time, uh, we've got to, I guess, watch how we, uh, I guess, make people feel, uh, offend people. These days, I feel like we're walking a tightrope on everything. But how do you feel? Do you think he handled his situation properly? And what do you and because, and the other thing that I'm hearing is that there have been other people that have uh, that are not as, as high profile as he is, but um, have done similar things and gotten punishment. And then there are people that don't feel like he's getting the punishment that he deserves. So, give me your take on this. Well, Kyrie Irving, I think, used up all of his goodwill
0: long time ago, and I oh. think Kyrie Irving has made a a um, a habit, a profession, or a career of doing exactly this—saying stuff off of the cuff, off the cuff—and then having to backtrack. <clears throat> um, and and this isn't the first time, so I, I think this was long overdue, and I think this mm-hmm. may be cumulative for Kyrie Irving. One of the things last year was the fact that he did not want to get a vaccine. So because he did not want to get the vaccine, he could not play with his team on a, in away games. So he only played 40-some right. games last year, and that was a big deal with that type of money that he was getting. Um, but he's said these kind of smart comments before. So to then retweet, and I think he did it on purpose, and I think there's a relationship between he and Kanye West – so he was trying to support him and, and do it. But I, I knew he knew that there was going to be some backlash. Um, I think Adam Silva is Jewish or may have Jewish ties. I'm not sure.
1: Uh-huh. But, he,
0: but he was disappointed that the Brooklyn Nets only find Kyrie. After the pressure, they find him 500000 and the Nets said that they would then um, – um, Pay another five hundred thousand, and they would take this and put it into um, some Jewish communities. Dot whatever. That was not a, not good enough for Adam Silva, and he said because they did not do anything else, he would suspend him for five mm-hmm. games without pay. Um, and um, Kyrie yet to, you know didn't apologize until after the suspension came last night, and he right. said he was sorry. Now the one thing I do agree with Kyrie. In saying is that um, I am going to apologize, but he said, where were some of you all when I was a kid and I was struggling with my own history and how my ancestors were being treated? I thought that was powerful. I thought that Mm -hmm. was powerful. But just because you've experienced it um, from your point of view, from your parents' point of view does not mean you go out on the offense and do the same thing. You know, one ugliness does not, you know, um, excuse the next one. And I think that's where we are. But as I said, Kyrie, in so many different ways, and I could have a list of them, used up all of his goodwill quite some time ago, quite some time ago. Um, And I think that whole team is in disarray. And I think that Kyrie is the leader of it. We could talk about Ben Simmons and we can talk about Kevin Durant. All the superstars who were predicted to maybe win a championship last year, but they could not and they did not because of the drama and the confusion and the unprofessionalism that they all kept up. And Mm -hmm. Kyrie is the leader of that. So now their coach has been fired um this week and kyrie has been suspended because he retweeted some anti-semitic um 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 movie um trailers and stuff that really was um i i thought offensive to to the jewish community so again well deserved but this may be because uh, a cumulative effect but well deserved mm-hmm. for kyrie to be
1: suspended I'm sorry. I, I am too scared of God to try to offend the people of Israel in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Would not be me. Uh, but anyway. But there you
0: go. We we fear God, and we understand, and we, we, we have a reverence for God. Um, and those of us who are out there following a man like Donald Trump, you need to think and, and reflect on your own life. None of us <clears throat> need to have that following. Um, you know, mm-hmm. go go read the Bible and the Word of God, and I can understand yes. that. But it's a whole reverence for Donald Trump and Trump 2024 and that foolishness when he doesn't – he's steady collecting money off of you with no, um, with no stipulations. I don't understand it at all. So I agree with you. I have a fear for – um,
1: No, they need to talk to some of these people that have been prosecuted because of January 6th who are having regrets now. They their stories need to be told because I think that if if some of these uh, people who were following that that last person that was uh, in there in that presidential office, uh, if, if you if there if there were people that were following him and did not learn lessons, talk to the people who the, the train load of people who went through. Serving in his uh, in his office in various capacities, who have gotten fired. People, mm-hmm. some people didn't even stay in there a week. You know, I mean, talk, it, talk it, to the you people within loyalists. administration
0: that are in jail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or their third yeah. time
1: and from his you administration. You have loyalists. <laughs> there are a slew of mm-hmm. loyalists that their stories need to be told, uh, so that other people can get a clue. <laughs> because, uh, they, they, you know, I don't know. Anyway. God help us all. Anyway, thank you, Princess. (laughs) You're going to come back because we have other stuff to talk about. Um, But thank you for sharing this um, Election Day um, insight with me. Appreciate it. You have a blessed day. No problem. And I don't know if early voting ends for you today,
0: but early voting ends in South Carolina tomorrow at 6 p.m. You still have a chance for early voting um, through Saturday at 6 p.m
1: princess we're recording <laughs> it's not gonna matter by oh that's right that's right <laughs> <laughs> thank you all for listening this has been <laughs> G's power hour on never had it so good entertainment i am your host g be well be safe be blessed go vote if you did not yet you have until 7 p.m and please remember all real power comes from god take care